of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to our celebration of Mass here at St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang, which is a funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Tom McMeekin. Welcome especially to Rona today, uh, and also sons and daughters, uh, their spouses, and all of the grandchildren who are here with us. Welcome to all the family members uh, who are here at the church as well. Especially welcome, uh, of course, is uh, Tom's brother, uh, Gibby, and uh, we especially mention to Neil, who can't be here with us. Uh, He's in Canada, uh, but is represented by his son, Ryan, uh, here with us today. (coughs) Welcome to all family friends who have joined us uh, for the Mass today, and it will be a great consolation to see so many people here in the church for the family and for this funeral. Today we've gathered here in this place uh, to thank God for the life of somebody who has touched the lives of so many other people and we thank God for his generosity, his kindness, his love and for the good example of his life. Um, Today we're invited to pray for the repose of his soul uh, at the end of his life too. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily 
we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Tom, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will prepare for all peoples a banquet of rich food. On this mountain, he, mountain, he will remove the morning veil covering all peoples and the shroud enwrapping all nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord will wipe away the tears from every cheek. He will take away his people's shame everywhere on earth for the Lord has said so that day it will be said see this is our God in whom we hope for salvation the Lord is the one in whom we hoped we exult and we rejoice that he has saved us this is the word of the Lord With you is found forgiveness. 
from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. When we were baptised in Christ Jesus, we were baptised in his death. In other words, when we were baptised, we went into the tomb with him and joined him in death, so that as Christ was raised from the death by the Father's glory, we too might live a new life. But we believe that having died with Christ, we shall return to life with him. Christ, as we know, having been raised from the dead, will never die again. Death has no power over him anymore. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. And Jesus spoke this parable to his disciples. A man on his way abroad summoned his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, each in proportion to their ability. Then he set out. The man who had received the five talents promptly went and traded with them and made five more. The man who had received two made two more in the same way. But the man who had received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now a long time after, the master of those servants came back and went through his accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents came forward bringing five more. Sir, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. Here are five more that I have made. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. We have shown you can be faithful in small things. I will trust you with greater. Come and join in your master's happiness. Next, the man with two talents came forward. Sir, he said, 
You entrusted me with two talents. Here are two more that I have made. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have shown you can be faithful in small things. I will trust you with greater. Come and join in your master's happiness. Last came forward the man who had one talent. Sir, he said, I'd heard you were a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered. So I was afraid, and I went off and hid your talent in the ground. Here it is. It was yours. You have it back. But his master answered him, You wicked and lazy servant, so you have known that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered. Well, then you should have deposited my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have recovered my capital with interest. So now take this talent from him and give it to the one who has the five talents. For to everyone who has will be given more, and he will have more than enough. But from the one who has not, even what they have will be taken away. The Gospel of the Lord. Trains were an important uh, part of Tom's life. As a station master, it was his job to see that trains arrived and left on time and that passengers got on and off the train safely. I suppose over the years uh, he blew the whistle and raised the flags that sent uh, travellers and many trains on their way. Today that image of the train leaving and arriving the station is worth recalling. Today the train is leaving moving off, disappearing into the distance. The train is leaving without us. The whistle is sounded, the flag is raised, and the train moves out of the station. But in another sense, the train is arriving at another station as well, further along, at the end of the line, where it was always meant to be going, where the track took it, where the signal pointed to its final destination. This is a moment of leaving, but in our hearts too we know that it's also a moment of arriving. Tom is in the train that is leaving us, but in another sense he has arrived somewhere else at his destination where his journey has led him. Tom is on that train that has arrived at its destination, at the end of the line where all of us are travelling and all of us disembark. He's the quiet reassurance that all travellers have that this is where the Lord wishes us to be. This is the end of the line. This is where all journeys lead. This is where all roads end. This is the path where we ourselves have completed to be in his presence. And at this point, no one is excluded. No one is left out. There is always enough room. The table is set as we hear in the reading of today's Mass. Everyone's welcome. No one's left out. There is food and wine for all. There are seats aplenty. It's maybe very much in character, the lifelong station master, that he has gone first, and he will wait there for others who come behind him to see that they too arrive safely 
at their final destination. For quite a number of years, Tom attended church here at St Bride's uh, every Saturday night uh, with Rona and assorted members of the family. Uh, they were all sat in the same place, uh, nestled in the corner just over here. He never joined the Catholic Church, but was happy to come along. He always had a friendly word entering into the church and leaving it, and normally a handshake from one of those big, big hands that he had. As a youngster, he attended Canoe uh, Church in Perth, and these last years he was with us here, and it was great to have him here with us in this church. He was born in the village of Sankar in Ayrshire on the 17th of February 1940. For most of his young life, he lived in Perth, helped his parents in the market garden that they owned. From these days, from those early days, he had a great love of gardening and a great knowledge of it too, that he was always willing to pass on to others. He was a smart boy at school, but his parents needed him and he left school at the age of 14. He fell heir to being a messenger boy for the railways at the age of 16, and this was quickly opened up to a whole lifetime of work on the railways that was to see him become the youngest station master at the age of just 21 years. He would go on to be station master here in our own town at Kirkhill and in other, lines, uh, in other stations as well uh, in Glasgow uh, along the line and eventually becoming the manager at Central Station and the manager of the sleeper service as well. He was proud of the job that he did, rightly so. He was efficient, conscientious and always courteous. As a young man, he met his future wife, as many did in those days, on the dance floor. I don't know whether it was his dance moves uh, that caught Rona's eyes, uh, but things became serious, and of course they were to go on to be married at Creef. They have had a long and very happy marriage together. Both worked very hard for the family of six girls and two boys, encouraged them, guided them along the way of their own lives. And I think each of these children and uh, adults, of course, now, think that they have been blessed greatly with their parents, the best of parents, kind and thoughtful, generous and supportive. In years to follow, of course, 14 grandchildren came along, and both Tom and Rona uh, have enjoyed seeing these youngsters themselves grow up and be a special part of their life. Tom himself enjoyed being papa, would tease, laugh, and join in the games of the children. And when at church here, uh, he would slip the children sweeties when their parents, or grandmother, or parish priest wasn't looking. <laughs> All the grandchildren have a special love uh, for their grandparents, which is a very beautiful thing to see. In these days uh, since uh, Tom's death, the family have showed me some of the pictures of Tom uh, when he was young. And of course, the interesting thing is to see that he never really changed very much over the years. Just his hair became a bit whiter. He was the same strong, tall, square figure that he always was. He always worked hard all of his life, uh, but was never weighed down by it. He always seemed, I think, to find time uh, for other things. In the last years of his life, or 
those years of retirement, both he and Rona uh, travelled the world, uh, literally, on occasions, uh, travelled around the world, uh, on occasions when I see them back here at church, or that they weren't here at church, I knew that they would be globetrotting to some uh, great destination. Both himself, Tom and uh, Rona, had a great view of life, always to look forward, not to look back. It was a view that was always positive, always open to what was to come. It was a kind of best foot forward in life, kind of approach to meet the challenges. And together, both of them achieved a great deal in their lives. God gives us each our own life, talents and gifts are plenty. They're not to be hidden, not to be locked away, but they're to be used and multiplied. We sense that Tom has much to show from the gifts that were given to him, never hidden in the ground, but richly developed in the course of his own life. A rich and generous life of service to others and his working life, a generous and good and kind husband and father and grandfather and family man, a kind and good friend to others as well. He has much to present from his life. In this church today, we remember Tom, his kindness, his goodness, his generosity, his sense of fun, that twinkle that was always in his eye. We thank God for this life that has meant so much to so many, for the blessings that have come through him to so many as well. In character, he would want us to look to the future, look forward, not back. Best foot forward. Not looking over your shoulder, best foot forward. Let us come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith and the power of Jesus over sin and death. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our brother Tom, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our brother Tom, who sleeps in the Lord, that he may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of his goodness. We pray to the Lord. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers today in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please be seated. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, Gifts of Bread and Wine.
brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge, who lives and reigns forever and ever. The Lord be with you lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he is the salvation of the world, the life of the human race, the resurrection of the dead. Through him the hosts of angels adore you, rejoice in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Tom, whom you call from this world to yourself. 
Grant that he who was united with your Son, in a death like his, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face, and have mercy on us all, we pray. That with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. We stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
we now join in singing our communion hymn, Colours of Day.
Please stand. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that your servant, for whom we have celebrated this Paschal Sacrament, may pass over to a dwelling place of light and peace. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Please join in singing our final hymn, How Great Thou Art.
Sings my soul. 